guys, welcome back to Mama Uncensored. It's Cassandra and Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Special guest. This is actually an after dark episode for real. For real. Yeah, because it's really after dark. It's really after what is, dark. What is it when you have a, a drink after? A nightcap. That's, That's what nightcap. it is. Yes. Nightcap. Nightcap. We got the wine. And the tears to come. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and the tea. <laughs> and the tea, sis. Um, which is so funny. I was in Ross and literally there was a sign and it was like, spill the tea, sis. And I was going to buy it. Oh my God, that would have been perfect. Yes. Um, so last time that you were on, we read out of the the positive book. Positive a year of positive tea. thinking. Ooh, positivity. Positivity. <laughs> so we're going to read out of that just to start it off. And what's crazy is, once again, it's going with the topic. Which is crazy. All right, hold on. Today is November 16th? Yes. Tuesday, November 16th. So it says, the power of self-respect. Mm. To free us from the expectations of others, to give us back to ourselves, there lies the great, the singular power of self-respect. Mm. R-E-S-B-C-T. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so. Yeah, this episode is long overdue, just because I've been meaning to talk about what's going on in my life and why I've been, been in a... I don't even know what kind of state. We won't call it a funk. Yeah, I've been in such a funk. A solar return funk. <laughs> <laughs> um, and relationship drama. But mm. I don't want to take this episode to be like a... Um, a bashing. A bashing. Or belittling. Or correct. This is just reality of Some things of, people yeah. go to, um, go through and don't talk about. Yes, and then like a self-reflection on my actions and and at the end of the day I can only control myself right you know uh, we as women we can only control what we do and we just have to I don't know how to explain it but like let go and let God yeah mm. let go and let God <laughs> and like take take things for what they are right um Ooh, that was good yeah take, take things, things for what they are, are. mm-hmm Stop falling in love with potential. <laughs> I'm talking to myself, but <laughs> no, yeah, it's like a big. I think for me, um, backstory basically for anybody who's listening for the first time. I was in a long term relationship for three years. Um, I'm gonna be perfectly honest. Um, the second year, I knew like things were rocky. Uh, we had broke up, and then. When I found out that I was pregnant, that's when we tried to give it another shot. Mm -hmm. And within that time frame, I just knew, like, this was not it. And um, I always want things to be cordial when you, like, leave things. Like, right. it's what, whatever the No bad is. blood, especially no when there's blood. kids involved. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and in all honesty, like, this is a person who I considered sharing my life, the rest of my life. Right. Like, potentially marrying this person mm -hmm. so there there should never be any bad blood and there should never be a moment where it's like oh my god i'm gonna kill this person i right. hate this person or i wish badly on this person never it's never that but it just sucks when it doesn't go right that's so crazy because i mean me and you always go through the same things at the same time but so crazy. <laughs> um i was 
reading a meme and it was like, what would you tell, it wasn't a meme, it was a question, what would you tell your younger self if you knew then what you know now? And literally the first thought that came to my head was, leave before it gets ugly. Because mm. when you love somebody, but you just know that it's not it, that's when you should let go rather than when you love somebody, but then you start resenting them and hating them and then it gets ugly and now there's really no turning back because yeah. you said what you said, you did what you did and it's just like, absolutely, it's easier when you have a full understanding of I love you, but, but I need to it. let go. Yeah. yeah. And like, exactly. knowing, like knowing in your heart of hearts that this isn't it, this isn't serving you, mm-hmm. this is not going anywhere, you know, it's not blossoming. Right. I honestly feel like everybody has that pivotal moment mm-hmm. or like an aha moment yes. of, wait a minute, this isn't right. right. Like everybody has that moment, mm-hmm. but it's like we sometimes are like, oh, you know, we yeah. can, we no, can fix nobody it. Nobody wants to fix Exactly. Yeah, we who, can mend it. We can do this. Who wants to let go and start over? Absolutely. Nobody. 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 I literally, Especially when there's kids involved. Bro, I literally told you this. I'm like, I want to know his favorite color, but no, the fuck I don't. I don't care what your favorite color is. Like, yes. That <laughs> do like... you have a job and are you healed? <laughs> and I don't want to know if you have a girlfriend, but is there anybody out there claiming to be your, your girlfriend? girlfriend. <laughs> yes. That starting over process. Oh is my just... God. It's so dragging. It's... So sometimes it's like, let me just make it work with the person I'm with because I don't want to start over. Absolutely. But then, even then. It's like, is it worth, is it worth the trouble starting over? Right. Is it worth the closing the door and potentially finding somebody worse? <laughs> Or not, or potentially running back and opening the door, like where the keys at? Like, oh my I knew god! I said I was gonna throw the quick keys away and like lock them away. No, but here we are. The keys. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I just wanted to do this episode because I just have had a lot of aha moments, and I'm not even gonna front. I've been in the crazy depressive state, mm-hmm. and it didn't hit me until I had the doctor's appointment, and like yeah. literally, the doctor was like. Um, I basically asked for like help with anxiety and she was like, no bitch, you're depressed. (laughs) You are depression. (laughs) Like, yeah. And for me, it was, I mean, even you pointed it out, but it was after I already had even pointed it out to myself, my birthday Mm. when I had all those people there for me and and I still, and I still felt alone. Mm. I went into the room and I freaking cried. And it's just like, who am I? I'm usually the one that's like, I better have a party. There better be a lot of people. You guys better have me as a center of attention. And that day I was like, I don't want to get dressed. I don't want to wear a red dress. You guys are all wearing black. That means I'm going to stand out. I didn't want to take a picture with anybody. My makeup wasn't done. Like little things that I would make a big deal about that night. I just wanted to crawl and under a rock and just disappear. And I'm like, yeah, this is how I know this shit is really deep. Like Mm -hmm. I am not okay and I need to get help. Yeah. Oh, that was that was my aha moment. <laughs> the aha moment for me is when I lost it mm-hmm. on him. That was the night that I came home from Yes, from the pajama party. From the pajama party. Yeah. I feel like I came outside of myself. Yes. I I turned into <laughs> I turned into Chula 2.0. I lost it and in that moment I was like this is not healthy. Yeah, not- and that point is we weren't even together. Right. We were just in the same household trying to co-parent mm-hmm. and just trying to, like, get through day-to-day. Like, I'm helping you. You're helping me. Like, you're watching the kids for me. Yeah. And then you're getting yourself together. Right. And I, in that moment, mm-hmm. no. So. So that goes back to our. Um, it's like our theme, I guess you our would theme. say. On ignoring red flags at the beginning. Number mm-hmm. one, that's the first topic we're going to talk about. Um, same person, different last name. 
Yes, dating the same person in different bodies. Yeah. In different bodies. Dating the same person in different bodies. And it's crazy because I did not realize it until I I had this, like, Mm self-reflection time. Um, Another thing is, like, getting that person completely out of your space. So, what? My ex left about a week and a half ago or so. Like, he left the house. Mind you, we haven't been together for months now. So, we haven't been together for months. However, he was on and off just trying to find a living situation Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I was just letting him be here. Because, obviously, I can't have him on the streets. But whatever. Um, Having that person, like, move, like, completely out of your space. Mm -hmm. And you finally having time to sit with your feelings and sit with all the things. And, like, sit with sit with three years mm-hmm. sit with three years of my life three years of my life I just right. go down as like a, a whole like reflection downward spiral and it hit me it was like I told him all of the things that my ex-husband yep. did to me and he turned around mm-hmm. and did the same things and it's like Jeez. dating the same person just a different body yes. and it's like yep. I think that hurt hurt more Mm -hmm. than my ex-husband because it was like I told you this shit I told you my insecurities I told you what my triggers were I told you these things and you turned around and did all that yep same I could say the same too in regards to like when I got a divorce I was living my best life (laughs) and with this little incident I am lost yeah I am like waking up anxious my heart's in my ass I'm not hungry I've lost 20 pounds like mm-hmm. I look freaking sick and it's just it's not on purpose I don't want to look like this like mm-hmm. but I just I don't have the energy like I I'm not hungry I don't have the appetite like it's just so crazy how like certain people certain, can bring out yeah. the worst in you exactly or make you go through like the worst right and after you've told them so much yeah. things. So much yes. things. So much. Like with this with this partner that I just had, I think he knows me best out of every man that I've ever been with because I opened up to him on a friend level before a romantic level. Mm-hmm. He is or was my best friend. And it wasn't just like you said, for you it was the him leaving your space for you to really sit down with your feelings. For me, it was just blocking from every social media, every mm-hmm. like zero contact. That's when I thought back like fuck bro like here we go again like Mm -hmm. and for me like you you obviously said that he turned out to be similar to your ex-husband although they're completely polar polar opposite yeah but then the way it ended it was like oh here we go again yeah and for me it's the same for my my thing is i keep attracting people who are emotionally unavailable Mm -hmm. and i try to play captain save a hoe i can change your mind i am that person to to make you reconsider a relationship. Mm. And it's just like, I work so hard and put so much into these men, into these relationships. And at the end of the day, they're still emotionally unavailable. Mm. Every single one of them. Wow. Even even going back to my ex-husband, we got married because I gave him an ultimatum. Either you marry me or I'm out of here. That's true. I remember that. Even as far as us having another baby, either we have another baby or I'm out of here. And that's when he was like, okay, 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 fine. We'll get married and we'll have a baby right after. Mm. And it's just like, bro, I'm forcing it. You're forcing it. Yeah, I'm forcing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's just like with this recent um, relationship that I was in at the beginning, he let me know, hey, I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. But if it gets there, it gets there. However, I ran with that. 
oh, he's giving me hope. Yeah. If it gets there, it gets get there. there. So I'm going to make sure we get there. It's going to get there. Right. And yeah. then when it all ended, he hit me with the, but I told you at the beginning I wasn't ready for a relationship. And it's like, yeah, but we've been in this for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So when was it going to be the so turning when, point? Yeah. But again, I kind of blame myself. He, he did told tell me you that he was emotionally that unavailable. And although he can sit here and say, yes, Katie, I love you. And I love you more than I've loved anybody. But at this age right now, because obviously he's younger than me, I am not ready to settle down or to put up with certain things that he had to put up with when it came to being with me. I am 30 years old. I'm ready. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's just like little things like that. I wouldn't call them red flags. If anything, I'm the red flag here. (laughs) (laughs) If I think about it, and this is me obviously being super raw, reflecting on my Mm -hmm. own self, because sometimes it's easy to point the fingers and forget that there's three fingers pointing back. Yep. Just like you said. I I, I tweeted that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, bro, but he let me know. And I still try to be that person to change his mind. And there was a time where I'm like, finally, we're locked in. I changed his mind, but still I felt like I forced it upon him and never came out of his mouth. Mm. Same thing with my ex-husband. And that, and it's just like, yeah. Gave the ultimatum, gave that final, like, And then we we had this big ass wedding. (gasps) 200 people were there. And seven months later, I wanted a divorce. Mm -hmm. He looked at me like I was freaking crazy. Like (laughs) you basically forced me to marry you. Now we're here and now you're done. Yeah, I'm the red flag for sure. (laughs) Is it me? Is it me? Am I I the drama? (laughs) Yes, you are the drama. Bro, but this is like real life stuff that people don't talk about. And it's so hard to admit when you when you're messed up. Yeah. When you really messed up when when you really Yeah. Um for me, I just like look back at everything and I Everything was so rushed, and it was rushed because of what I lust. wanted, you know, and lust. Yeah, because and at lust, the beginning, what do they do? They yes. fill your freaking head with dreams. Oh my gosh! Okay, so that was another thing too. So I even said this on the podcast one episode. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like he said, he wants to marry me. Mm-hmm. Like he said, like you know. Yes, I remember. Yes, I was like, he said he wants to marry mm-hmm. me. Like he says that you know this, that, and the third, whatever, whatever. Well, um, okay, I had, I had, I had we had the baby together. You or know? even when you came out pregnant with Zoe, do you remember how excited? Even yeah. I was excited. I'm yeah. like, yeah. finally, she found somebody good. I found he's somebody, stable. You know, like, he's stable. he wants the baby just as bad as she wants. Absolutely. I'm like, he wants to be a father. He wants yes. to be me. Like, there was course. no, there was no like, fuck, I'm pregnant. It was a, oh my, my God, God, we're, we're having a baby. Yeah. yeah. It was more of like a, how am I going to tell my parents? Yes. Like, we're, we're happy, but like, yeah. how are my parents? So then, um, it just happened like the, I think it was a Christmas party. We were at the Christmas party and one of his family members was like, so when are you guys, you know, going to settle down? And it wasn't the reaction where he was all like gassing my head up before. It was like, I got to wait till I'm like settled. I got to wait till I'm ready. And I was just like, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's Wait a minute. You, that's, that's not, not what, what you said. said. <laughs> that's not what you said months ago. You said like, we was going to get married. When I say that. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was like, Wait a minute. What you mean? That. And then it just month after month after month, I just started seeing 
the, the reality real. of yes. the situation. Yep. Not the potential. Not the I'm potential. no longer looking with the like the wonder glasses, like, oh my mm-hmm. god, you know. And I ha- and that's a me thing. That's a me thing. I am always looking at the potential of a situation right. versus too. looking at it head on for what it actually exactly. is. I'm over here. It's because like, we see the good in people. Absolutely. It's like I see you and I know you can be a good father. I know you no, can be you an do. excellent husband. Mm. But if they don't see it for themselves, it it's wishful thinking. Absolutely. That's what it is. It's wishful thinking. And that happened even with me too. I was like, I love this man so much and I know he has so much potential. He comes from a great family who obviously looking at his parents, like they're happily together. His mom is great. His dad is great. His uncles, his aunts, his grandma is, you know, his grandma personally. And I it's do. just like <laughs> I worked with her. She's yeah, crazy. and they're an amazing family. Even that we're not together anymore, I'm like, man, f him. I miss his family. Like <laughs> I felt the same too. And that was one of the hardest things too, because I was like, damn, like we built such a bond, bond like yes. with his family. And I even said, that. I'm like, can I keep the family? But just you know, here right. you go. Can I parent with the family? Like, can I? Is that a thing? Even today, you know? like I'm in the family group chat where there's like 15 of us and everybody's talking and I'm just like is he is he gonna be mad that I'm still invited to grandma's birthday tomorrow like (laughs) (laughs) is it cool if I still show up right and it's just like I mean uh, granted he even said it like before everything went bad it's like yo you will always be a part of my family because of that bond that you build with them but it's also like I don't want to be overbearing or step over anybody's toes like what if he gets a new girlfriend am I still invited to Thanksgiving (laughs) or like it's just little things like that that I think about it's it's true and I I feel like whenever you get into a relationship again like me uh when you got into a relationship with me it was you got a relationship with me Mm -hmm. and Atina yes now if I start dating again and I meet somebody it's not just me it's me Atina Zoe Legend. Legend And my peoples. Like, yeah. it's it's a whole package deal. And so... Damn, I never even thought about that. Girl. With me, it's just Jada. And even then, I'm like... No. You have a whole ass Dominican family. Don't even stay here and be like, it's just me and Jada. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, if I get with somebody, you have three kids have now. Three. Yeah. Oh, I get the comments all the time. Oh, you three, have... Three, damn. Oh, you have a daycare. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, you have a... Oh, you have a whole starting lineup. Oh, oh you have the... God. I get the comments all the time to the point People where it's like... They are. And they think it's funny. And I'm like, that's not funny because you're really being... Like, yeah. you're really being... You're being insensitive. You're being insensitive. These being are my rude. kids you're talking about. Exactly. Like, these are my <laughs> kids. Like, what the fuck? So, it also puts me in a, a, a weird... Like, I don't even freaking want to date because it's like... Yeah. My baggage... Is what makes me me. Mm-hmm. What people think is baggage is literally. That's your pride and joy. That's my pride and joy. That's I'm me. a good ass mother. Like I'm. Like, do you not see my right? Kids? You want to know what I'm good at? I'm good at being a mom. That part. Thank you. <laughs> and like it's, for other people, they're like, oh wow, and I'm like, right. well, mm, well, oh wow, well, whoever will come along, mm-hmm. it's gonna be. And for me, I got this. Yeah. You know? And for me, it was the whole dating a guy that doesn't have kids. <sighs> so now it's like, do you want to be a stepdad? Yeah. Like, are you ready to sign up for this? That's questions to be asked. And thankfully, thankfully, me and my ex-husband have an amazing relationship. Yes. Yes. So there's no toxicity. There's no showing up at the the (laughs) wrong time or people knocking on your door. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no, like, meet me outside or you're not allowed around my daughter. Because I've seen baby daddy drama. And I've never experienced that. And it's just like... But he doesn't know that. 
Yeah. He has nothing to compare it to because he's never been with somebody who has a child. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, there's no baby daddy drama, but I still got to deal with him for the rest of my life too. For as as long as I'm with you, I have to deal with another man's kid. (laughs) Which is one... Okay, you just said that and that was a huge valid point because with my ex-boyfriend, I tried to explain that to him in the sense of like, I want... What you and Dumi have, mm-hmm. I aspire to have with both of my ex-husband yeah. and my ex-boyfriend. I swear, it's like, I don't want to argue with you. Right. I don't want to argue with you. I shouldn't have to argue with you. And unless we're talking about the kids, there's nothing to talk about. Absolutely. Yes. And then also, another point of that is, too, is I. it's not a till the kids are 18. Mm-hmm. It's a for life thing. For it's life. when the kids are having their um, wedding. Their weddings. It's when the kids are baby having their, first, ch- yeah, their yeah. first children. <laughs> baby showers. We're going to be in the same room yeah. for life. And it's like, I, I tried to explain that to him, too, and he was kind of like, just brushed it off and was rude about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Yo, do you not do you not get it? Like, do right. you not see it? Like, I I see it. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not not gonna show up. Right. Like, so if we just get it together now, I feel like it'll be easy. It'll be easier down the line. Yeah. Exactly. But I still feel like we're right now in that that um, I guess the angry phase, yeah, the you know, resentment, the, phase. the resentment, yeah. anger, whatever phase. But it's like. Yo, when is that? When right. is that gonna? What is that gonna give? No, and then what's crazy too for me. All right, so my ex was also raised by a stepdad. However, his biological father wasn't really in the picture, so his stepdad is his dad. That's exactly how my ex was, too. Right, and for me, I have a stepdad, but I also have a biological dad that was involved. Mm. And I had a stepmother who was just as good as a mother as my biological mother. Mm -hmm. However, they were so mature. About everything. Bro, we've had holidays where all four of them are together. Mm-hmm. Father's Day, we have a barbecue. My dad's over here grilling with my real dad. My mom and my stepmom chopping it up. Like, So to me, it's normal for Mm -hmm. me and my baby daddy to get along. And for my ex, it's more like, yo, my real dad wasn't even in the picture, so my stepdad had nothing to deal with. So that's where Where the the miscommunication or the differences come in, Mm -hmm. where it's like we were raised differently. Yes, we were both raised by step-parents, but... One of them had no biological parent, and the other one did. So, for you saying that to it, it also hits home because my ex boyfriend he was raised in a situation where there was step step siblings, mm-hmm. step fathers involved. Right. His biological father he would have to do the traveling back and forth mm-hmm. thing, and that's one thing that he didn't want. So I feel right. I feel bad. I feel. Um, I don't even know the word. It's almost like he's spoken into existence because now, yeah. he, now he's being the dad that has to travel back and forth. Absolutely. And then I feel bad for it because right. I'm honestly, I'm the one who called it quits. Like mm-hmm. I'm the one who was not happy in the relationship. Right. So then that's on me. Like crap. I, I messed this up. I, you know, I put that onto my kids. Of course, right. cause you know, it makes it like it's my fault. And it's just like, damn, now I have to. Am I damaging my kids? Right. Like, that goes into a whole rabbit hole. Even with my divorce, too. I was like, damn, I'm breaking up my family. family. I'm the one that wants a divorce. He didn't even want to get married. (laughs) (laughs) And now I want a divorce. (laughs) Like, damn, Katie. Man. Oh, my God. But but getting back to um, just, like, the reflection of, like, looking back at a relationship and, like, where you went wrong or... Mm -hmm. um, sticking to the whole like falling in love with potential right 
um and ignoring red flags. we ignore those red flags uh-huh. we ignore the red flags that should have been like hey what's going on right. or i think everybody in their head has a list of like all the things uh, yes. that they want in a relationship uh-huh. and i feel I have like i written down in the journal same <laughs> so i feel like there's certain things like okay <clears throat> I feel like there should be, like, necessities. Like, there's mm-hmm. things that you deal need. Deal breakers. There's Yeah, deal yeah. breakers. And then there's some things that you could possibly want, but, like, if a person has green hair instead of red hair, like, you know, right. like, those kind of like things. Pastor like, Pastor JJ mentioned. Yeah. He, he yeah. wanted Liz, or, or he wanted a wife with dark hair, and when he met Liz, she, she had blonde, blonde hair. hair. So mm-hmm. it was like, mm, you know. Stuff like that. But I'm sure somebody in a that was religious was his deal breaker. Correct. Had to be somebody from a, that absolutely. had faith or something. That had yeah. faith. Absolutely. So I feel like we get into this mode where again, we get caught up in the, the potential mm-hmm. and it's like, Oh, I think, I think he right. will, he will do he, this. He could be religious. He could be. If religious. I get him into church, he will be a man of God. Yes. Yes. Or we try to make the person fit our list. Yes. Yep. Instead of the list, the list being the, 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 the yep. list being the list, like right. mm-hmm. you don't go into the grocery store and be like, "Well, maybe we can get this." Like, let's of get that. parsley instead of cilantro. Like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> if it ain't parsley, it ain't parsley. <laughs> it ain't we ain't same. gonna grab it. Like, right. come on, you don't go in the store like, "Oh, I need some orange juice." And well, I guess grapefruit. We can do. get grapefruit. <laughs> like, like, no, you like, wanted orange juice. <laughs> So, yeah, and it's true. It's it's and really I've big I've been flag. that person too. I've been that person where, and I'm gonna use it back to religion. In my um, journal, I have written that I want a man of God. And when I first met my ex, his family is very religious, but himself hadn't been in a church, and I don't know how long. Mm. And then but he went with them, but, oh, but I, he could, but he could because his family right. Is. And I I hit him with one sermon, and he was like, "Babe." I'm just not feeling it and I was like but just listen to him and I was like okay here I am forcing shit again (laughs) but then but then listen to this once shit got rocky he came to me and was like we need to put God in the center of our relationship let's start going to church right away I'm thinking about my list yes he's the one he's finally a man of God and I'm not talking shit (laughs) but he went to three sermons and then he fell off yeah and I'm like you see, Katie, you got too ahead of yourself. So you you try to make the list fit him, him instead of him fitting the, the list. list. Exactly. <laughs> and exactly. I'm not saying he's not a man of God, and I'm not saying that he cannot be, but originally... It, what did you want? Yes. I wanted to meet somebody who was already... And not for nothing, I love you, and I'm going to call you out. So just don't mention no names. I'm not going to mention <laughs> names at all. <laughs> this girl, she's like, this is a real podcast. People right? hear this. People, my um, mom's going to hear this. <laughs> No, but as your best friend, I saw you becoming somebody you were not. Oh, 100%. I don't, I even, like, I don't even know who I am. I was like, who is this Katie and where is she going? All right. Like, she's being she's being the girl that we used to, like, talk, talk, about. talk, talk yes. about. Like, and it was just more so, like, I, I, I told you. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm going to let you get out of your system, but uh, he ain't true. it. I literally <laughs> said it. I was like, he ain't it. I'm like, I love you. Mm-hmm. I love you so much. He ain't it. I was like, but I'm going to be here for you, you yeah. know, like whatever. And I even said it to, to uh, I think I said it to you and I said it to my mom too. I'm like, man, I don't know what's going on. And um, 
what she said it she said one day oh when when you guys when you came you came with him to my house to pick up the kids yes, when i had kids. to go to the hospital uh-huh. legend mom was like i thought you said mom we're just gonna let her do it yeah. she's just gonna she'll <laughs> come to she's like okay but yeah no and i i even told him that like my last message to him like right before everything fell out i was like you know, I loved you so much that I tried to become a person. I, I lost myself loving you, basically. I, I think Ariana Grande has a song. Um, Is it? No, it's Selena Gomez. One of them. And, uh, and I this had song. To lose you to love me. Yes, I had to lose you to love me. That's, that's a banger. And it's I'm because. All the time. And Cassie, you've known me for ages. I ages. would say before Jado's. So eight years. Yeah. More. Nine years. Mm-hmm. I've always been this outgoing. I would walk into any room and I knew I was the baddest bitch. I had my master's degree. I came from a good family. Confident uh, on a thousand. Confident on a thousand. Ain't no other girl can... I don't care if freaking Miss Universe herself walked in. I knew I was the baddest bitch in there. And I walked around like it. I talked like it. And no, not, not being cocky, not being arrogant. I just knew my potential. Had. Yes. Mm-hmm. I knew what I brought. I was the entire table. Mm-hmm. The legs, the top, everything. <laughs> and then I met somebody who could challenge me at the time. That's what I thought. That he was my biggest challenge. But I I lost myself. And I feel like in reality, he was breaking you down. He was breaking that down could, the damn table. That could, that could be it, yeah. And it was, obviously, there was certain situations that he put me through where I was questioning, am I enough? Because if I was, then he wouldn't have done this. Mm. And um, am I giving enough? Because if I was giving enough, maybe he wouldn't look for it anywhere else. And those are, that's real life shit. And those are red flags. Yeah, when you start, that I ignored. When you start, coming, but he loves me. <laughs> when you start coming out of yourself and you start doing things that you would never that I would do, ne- yes, that you would never mm-hmm. do, that's when it's like, well, wait a minute, right. like, where and now, and I'm here? not saying I'm perfect because I do have a crazy past. However, there was a time where I told myself. Well, I love this man so much that I'm willing to give up the things that I used to do in the past to be a wife and to be um, uh, his future baby, not baby mom, but mother of his child. Mm -hmm. But then he found out about my past and it's almost like I was trying to heal and he was reminding me. All the time. Yeah, but you also did this. Oh, you're trying to be my wife now, but a year ago you was doing this. And I tried so hard to prove to him. Just because I did that in my past doesn't mean that that's who mm-hmm. I am now. It doesn't define me. And that's where shit got rocky. He, it was, What is that called? Retroactive jealousy. Yeah. Which is like when they're jealous, obviously, of your past. Like, somebody else had you? What? Like, mm-hmm. and it's just that that's really what broke us is when he found out about my past. And it's so crazy because I used to tell him, like, wouldn't you want to be with somebody who you fully know? Like, what's going on? You know about my past. You know about the things I've been through. You know about the people that I've been with. You know everything of me. So now let's start clean. And for him, it was more like, I know so much that I don't know if I want this anymore. Mm. And that's where shit just went left. And for me, which is kind of crazy, in my past relationship, I don't even know that person. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know his past. I don't know their names. Well, Well, he, he he didn't even live in the city. Yeah. So there's nobody to ask. There's no resume. Yeah, there's There's no no three references. (laughs) Absolutely. I literally just went off of what he told me. And in reality, we did. There was no communication, really. Uh I didn't really know his past. I knew of, I think, two girlfriends, but there were short stories. And 
that that's all she wrote like i didn't know homie was married a whole a whole had a whole marriage and i don't even know the person's name so like there's certain things that in reality i would know but i just there was no communication there was no partnership no and when you first get with somebody you 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 go through those things yeah everything everything right and it goes back to i was an open book and i've always been an open book shoot i talk my shit on my podcast i write Uh it on a journal i talk it on the instagram like you won't know i say it all the time about it i tweet about it i (laughs) i say it all the time like you know when people were like oh you know i just said what i said or oh it's just no it's not just instagram it's not just twitter that's how i feel right Point blank period. It's not, yes, uh-huh. I subliminally meant it. And if it was meant for you, you know it. And the shoe fits wear it. Wear, wear it. <laughs> but I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I don't, I didn't, I did not know this man. Right. And then all the efforts that I tried, all the efforts that I was like, look, let's talk. Right. I was made to be the crazy one. I was made to be the one that's like, we do talk. Mm-hmm. Or like, it was always on back to me. Like it's, it's when you try to express your feelings and they feel like you're arguing and they think of that is called narcissism, manipulation, gaslighting. I could go in for days. <laughs> <laughs> and then also too, was very like never validated my feelings. Right. And like, then, cool. You feel that way, but what's for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> and it's not even that too, but like, not for nothing. I had two back-to-back pregnancies, mm-hmm. and that whole that just it takes a toll on you. One hundred percent. You don't know who you are. Physically, You're insecure. Mentally, yeah, yeah. I am at the highest weight I've ever been in my life, and I don't like I care, but it's like it was to the point where literally yesterday I was like, "All right, Cass, get your shit together. Like enough, mm-hmm. enough of the pity party. Wake the fuck up. It's it's time." Yeah. And it was just to the point where I'm just like, I'm literally just living day to day. Mm-hmm. Just just living day to day. You're on autopilot. I'm literally on autopilot. Yeah. I'm taking care of these two kids. You wake that, up and do the same thing yeah, every single day. Yeah, doing the same thing yeah. over and over again. I'm, I'm taking care of my two babies. Um, taking Atina to school. Atina's telling me stories and I'm not even, I'm not even like, I'm not even present. I'm not even right. listening. Who is this mother? Like, who am, who am I? Right. Like, this is the part where I'm supposed to be, like, my kids' pride and joy. Mm-hmm. Zoe and Legend, the first five years of their life are their pivotal milestones right. and the pivotal, like, moments. And I'm over here just, like, a zombie. Right. Am Literally. I awake? Am I awake? Yeah. What time's nap time? Mm-hmm. Like, that's my mind. Like, when's nap time? All right, it's 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 bedtime. Like, right. I am just, like, who am I? And it's And it goes back to, I did not have the support. And it goes back to Atina when mm-hmm. she was that age. Right. I didn't have the support. And what the fuck did I do? I ran. Yeah. Booked my ticket off of San Diego mm-hmm. and came I back remember. home. Yeah. Like, I remember. <laughs> you know, they do flight or flight. I was the fuck out of there. Yeah. And that's kind of, it's all so triggering. And it's like, I was in love with the potential. Mm-hmm. I was in love with the potential of Johnny. Right. My ex-husband. I was or in love Keeping with your family. Keeping my family. Who, who wants to break up their family? Nobody wants to. Did you hear about the Danny Lay and the baby? Oh my gosh, story? the drama. Right. Yes. Okay, so this is where it gets tricky. People, of course, people who don't have kids and people who are annoying and ignorant They're were like, there. oh, what does she expect? Or um, what was the other thing? So, oh, you need question. to make sure that you have a baby by the right person. So oh you think <laughs> that she was... <laughs> Out there, like, let me pick the shittiest person, person to have here. a baby with. Yeah. No. At the beginning, everything is butterflies and rainbows. Mm-hmm. And when you love somebody, you ignore every single red flag. Every True. single one of them. True. You bypass it. You And even to recently, like, when I tell you about little red flags and I'm just like, yeah, but whatever. 
No, like that, that is the problem. But again, at the beginning, a guy will sell you a freaking dream. dream. Mm-hmm. And obviously he knew what he was doing when he did what he did. So it was like the baby so, was. So my question with him, I don't, I don't even know. All I know is that she blew up on the shade room, but. All right. So basically. Was she the side chick? That's no, the whole thing. No. So he has other baby mothers, like every other rapper. Who is this again? Which is the guy? The baby? The baby. Okay, the baby. Right. Whatever. Whatever. He has other baby moms, whatever. He got with Danny Lay. They had a baby together. Once she came out pregnant, he did break up with her. However, towards the end of the pregnancy, they got back together. The baby is three months old now. And since the baby's been born, they have been together, living together under the same roof. Oh, wow. Right? So the, the night that everything exploded, the reason why it exploded was because he came inside her and she ordered a plan B and he got upset and that's where everything exploded. He mm. kicked her out of the house at, in the middle of the night, her and the baby. And that's when everything, because she bought a plan because B. Because she bought a plan B. Because she didn't want to have a baby. Right. She just had one three months. She's still postpartum. Um, yeah. That's still an infant. And in the video, she's feeding the baby and everything. Like she looks a hot mess. She got a wife beater on, no bra, sweats, her hair is tied up. Like, she looks like a new mom. Mm-hmm. And he's over here like, well, like just talking shit. And then he hits her with the, you was just my side chick. Oh, so now Bro, not only chick? am I going through postpartum, I might be going through postpartum depression. depression. But now we're on, we're famous. And now so you're the on, entire yeah. world knows about us. And now you're calling me your side chick? Mm. Bro, that shit, it didn't really hit home, but it hit home. Because it's like, there comes a time where like, you're so involved with somebody and you're so serious with them. And then once shit is not like, once you're not with that person, it's like that one little thing. And then they take it in. Yes. Just no. And then they, they try to water down the situation. Now we were never on that time or that wasn't really my girlfriend. We were just, no, it's like, let's not forget. Let's not how serious. Let's not forget about the family trips. Let's not forget about the holidays. Let's not forget about, my kid calling you her stepdad. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget about emergency contacts. Let's not forget about when I need somebody or when you need somebody, we're the first person we call. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget about the late nights. Let's not forget about the businesses we started. Let's not forget about all the Dr. romantic things. Yeah. Every, everything. Thing. Everything. Let's not forget. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God, that that situation really triggered me because I was like, Man, men will really sell you a damn dream. And when they decide that they no longer want this, they just get up and leave and act like, well, whatever, whatever, and take no accountability. Mm-hmm. You was never my girl, so I'm out. Bro, what? What? Yeah, no. Enough with that topic because. <laughs> and that's why. I'm just kidding, though. That's why you put a ring on it. That way, when you leave. I'm just kidding, let's stop. Um, no. That I saw it last night, but I didn't get the the full bits and pieces of it. That's one. It's horrible. There's one. Hold on, I gotta find this tweet. All right, right here. It says Danny cried on live and begged God to let her leave that man alone. That gave me flashbacks. I don't wish that type of pain on nobody. I'm talking about breathe in and breathe out. If you ever had to pray that God help you stop loving a man, that situation shouldn't be funny at all. I retweeted it because somebody else tweeted it. But Cassie, there's been times where I've called you and I'm like, I'm literally praying to God not to love this man. Mm -hmm. And I've never felt so, not even when I got divorced. (laughs) And I I was with my ex-husband for eight years. I know, I know. I've never loved someone the way I, I love this man now. And I'm like... 
bro begging for God to please let me sleep yeah. one night. Not think about it. <laughs> Not think about it. It's mm-hmm. just like, and then you don't, you don't, mom, I know you're hearing this, but you don't want to like call your parents because then they hit you with the, I told you so. Yep. And that's not the worst thing that you want to hear in a, in a position. That's, I, like I don't want to hear that. Or, or even worse when they hit you with the, this too shall pass. I know, but right now it's, it's written not passing. On my, it's written on my back, girl. <laughs> Bro, I got <laughs> let go and let God on my wrist <laughs> where I can see it every day. And I ain't letting God do nothing. <laughs> like, it's, it's the passing part, guys. It's right. the passing It's the letting. Part. It's the, <laughs> It's the letting go part that I can't get together. No, for me, it's the this too. I don't right. want another damn thing right. to have to I don't pass. Want, I don't want another O. I'm tired, okay? <laughs> I'm tired. How many things going past? Oh, my we're God. Done? Yeah. I think we might need, we, we might need to add a period at the end. Peri- the yeah. Two. This too shall, shall pass. pass. Period. period. <laughs> done. No continuation. No more. Um... Yeah, man. Ugh. Oh, wait. So we gotta go. The good question is, when did we know it was toxic? Uh, when did we know it was wait, toxic? Uh, so it's so funny. Yeah. I actually tweeted. I I tweeted it. Right. Like, Let's start a thread. When did you know it was too toxic? Right. You gotta, you gotta find that thing. And oh, my phone died. Look up my Twitter. Oh no. Okay. Okay. Um. But yeah, I basically I tweeted it because I just like again me going down the rabbit hole of like reflecting of like where did it go wrong, where did it really 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 go wrong in in all of the things and for me it was it was finances for me it was finances and I'm putting myself out there I'm putting myself there out there like for real for real um, my car got repossessed. My car got repossessed, and it was because it was behind three payments, and we were struggling hard. I was being a flight attendant, mm-hmm. being a flight attendant, I was a flight okay. attendant, and I was going on maternity leave, which means I wasn't working. Right. So I wasn't working, he was working, and, <laughs> you know, bills got behind. And so when my car got repossessed, it was kind of like a nonchalant kind of response. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know. Ask your parents. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be front, completely quite honest. And that's when it hit me. I'm like, I can't even turn to him as my, like, my person. Like, a real situation is happening right now, and I, I can't, I can't even turn to him. The second time I knew, I knew for a fact it was over. My grandmother passed away. Mm. And he was not the first person I called. Yes. That I knew for a fact. He was not the first person mm-hmm. that hit my mind. Like, he's not my comfort. He's not right. my safe space. He's not my, you know, my security. Mm-hmm. He w- he was probably like the last person right. to know that day. And for me, it's the total opposite, which is why when people ask me, why can't you just let go? And I've said this a thousand times. My ex was not only my ex, he was my best friend. Aside from you, obviously, but my mm. male best friend. Like, anytime I needed anything, first of all, he lives right down the street. Literally. Like, it, literally, I would say a week and a half ago, I locked myself out of my house. He was the first person I called, before I called my parents. Mm. And he... And your parents lived down the street, too. And my parents lived <laughs> down the street. But he answered the phone, and he said, yes, I'll be there. Mm. And obviously, my, my dad ended up coming, because... Like, we weren't also on that time. So, I even felt bad for making Making him the first person that Mm -hmm. I call. But that really showed me, like, 
yo, no matter what, I can still turn to this man and call him my best friend. And that's why it's so hard when people tell me, why can't you let him go? Because I'm not only losing my boyfriend, I'm also losing my best friend. Mm. And that's where I'm stuck at. And it, it, it's, it's the opposite from you, but it also hurts just as bad. Yeah. No, no, but yeah. for me, going back to the question, I found, I found the thread. Because I know when I was over. <laughs> Wait, that's two different questions, though. The question is... Oh, the one we were doing is... Um, how do we know when it got toxic? How you, yeah, how you know when it okay. got toxic. Mm-hmm. So for me, was I know it was toxic when I looked forward to the makeup sex. Legit. And it's just like, mm, let me start a little argument because... <laughs> 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 not moving away or like things were like going really bad and i'm just and he would legit just be like all right so let's let's just do the let's start coloring and get over it like yeah and i'm like okay and then we would do it and whatever we were arguing about it just didn't mean matter it disappeared we it got brushed under a rug but guess what the following week it was back at it yo again. we never resolved last week's problem now we got two problems the one so from now, last week and the one from this week. So now we have to color twice. So now we have to do it twice. <laughs> and then we just keep adding and adding and adding. And it's just like... Nothing was resolved. Nothing, nothing was, was resolved. communicated. That was the first sign of... That's how you know it's toxic. Mm-hmm. Number two. Boy. I'm going to tell you right now. My ex-husband and I got together when I was 19. And regardless of anything that we ever been through, I have never in my life... Showed up to his house unannounced. <laughs> I've never destroyed anything of his. Even when it got ugly to the point where we were getting a divorce. Never felt any type of anger or resentment. If anything, he was mad at me. Mm. With this person, I've showed up at his house countless fucking times. Mm. Middle of the night, early in the morning, middle of the day. Leaving work half a day to see what he's doing, like what he's up to, what he's up to, and not only I'm, I'm not just driving by, I'm knocking on doors. I can't. You're opening you. the door, mm-hmm. and until I'm in the house and I know for sure you're in there by yourself, I would not be calm. My whole day would be ruined. <laughs> this last time that I walked in, the, in there, <laughs> oh my god, I walked up in there and you turned it up, and I destroyed his room. Knocked down TVs, stole his car keys, stole a PS5. Like, mind you, technically you didn't steal. I it. mean, yeah, you know, you bought. I, it. I, I gifted. Mm-hmm. I was being an Indian giver at the time. Yeah. I, I bought it, but she only destroyed <laughs> what she purchased. Right. right. Okay. <laughs> Freaking kick boxes in his room, like. And what's crazy is that this whole time he's cool, calm, and collective. Like, yo, you're you're bugging. <laughs> that got me even more, more mad. mad. Oh, cool. I'm not getting a reaction out of you. Oh, yes. So now he really has space to call me crazy. Fuck, mm. boy. No, and then I did all that, did all of that shit. Went home, calm down, <laughs> and then hit him with the, "Can I come by so we can talk?" <laughs> crazy ass. And to make it even more toxic, he said yes. <laughs> oh my god. And here we are. He's apologizing for whatever it was that he did. I'm over here crying like, I love you so much. But I'm like, that's some toxic, toxic shit. shit. Yeah. And guess what? We try to make it work one last time. <laughs> can't with you. And it just, it wasn't it. It, was, it wasn't it. It just, until this last time. And that, that was, that's it. So for you. But again, I miss my best friend, man. Uh, I know. I you. don't miss him as a significant other. But I miss 
just to have in that, that, that his presence that male attention that male yeah and just even even friend. the vibes because i also not a lot of people know this but we waited seven months to even be sexually active and within those seven months we spent every single day together and it was our our relationship was based off of just good vibes mm-hmm. good conversation intellectual conversations yeah that's another thing too i've had some dumbass boyfriends in, in the past where I'm like, well, yo, what are you talking about? Like, what do you want in With life? him, <laughs> I can literally talk about any given thing. He would even know more about than what I was saying. Like, he would know more on the topic than I did. Mm. And that, to me, was such a turn on. So for those seven months that we weren't sexually active, it was like he was fucking me intellectually mm. to a whole other level. And that's what I miss. Those conversations, the laughs, acting stupid, dancing in the living room. R&B songs, like, like practicing for our wedding, what we're going to name our kids, like, little yeah. things like that's what I miss. I don't miss the sex. I don't miss the toxicity. I don't miss the title. I just miss the presence and the genuine conversations. And it's crazy that you're saying all this because I can't you, relate. You don't miss shit? I can't relate, sis. I can't <laughs> relate. like, um, peaceful. No. Oh, so that goes back to another like how you not so for you is how you know it was toxic Mm -hmm. for me it was how i know it was over yes when the conversations at the table with girlfriends and they're talking about their man and i'm quiet i'm silent i used to be the girl to be like oh my god my man my my husband Mm -hmm. no can't relate yeah have no no uh, zero stars don't recommend i have nothing to say oh. like it's true like i had nothing to bring to the table yeah especially the, the topics of coloring and having sex not yep. over here not happening not not going on yep. it literally was just like or even when we talk about co-parenting you're like mm, mm, none of them i can't i can't no. i can't relate like i can't i don't really talk I, there's nothing there was right. nothing for me no substance or no um positive no positivity mm-hmm. to bring to the conversation and i'm a type of person that i don't want to bring my negativity into it so i just sit there and smile and just like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know okay, 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 yeah you know like trying to like you know but in my head i go home and i'm like wow like this is my life like right sure we were complaining about dumbass shit <laughs> yeah i was like damn like you're over here complaining about how much you get it and i ain't get it like right. that's those are the type of things that i was like dang so I, I no longer had any like positive or any good conversations to be having at, at the table right. or any stories to be to be sharing and then also for me too is that like as I'm alone, right? Girl, go ahead and eat your triangles. <laughs> Children trying to be quiet. Girl, we can hear you. This is a good microphone. My chewing is echoing. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Midnight um, snack with the nightcap. <laughs> oh, I got bars. <laughs> bars. Um. So as I'm alone in the house with the kids, there's no difference from when I was alone and was with him. That's how I, like, I knew. Like, and I, I seen a tweet too, was like, y'all talking about, oh, it was like, um, I can't wait to get married and have children. I'm not trying to be a single mom. Mm-hmm. And then someone retweeted and was like, not for nothing, but there's actually some single moms who are married. Ooh. Yeah. Stop. No. I did not see that. Let's talk about it. Because it's the truth. I that was mm. that this has happened to me 
now twice. Now, again, I don't say anything bad about his parenting. I don't say anything bad about him as a father because, you know, when he Not is present. Not everybody's born with that. But as he, is a, as he is a father, he is present with his kids. He's very overprotective. He's very overbearing. Right. He's going to be there for his kids. That's, not, uh, that's, mm-hmm. that's never a doubt in my mind. However, I felt so alone, alone. in right. the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, so when he left... It was like nothing. Nothing. Nothing changed. Oof. Yeah. Not. It was like nothing changed, and that's how I knew. Oh, there's legend. <laughs> um, hold on. We're gonna pause, and we'll I'm, right I'm gonna put him in. Put him password so. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> um. So yeah, basically, nothing was. What is what is it like? Drake said nothing was the same. But it was. <laughs> like, it was the exact same. So, that's how I knew, like, one, I made the right decision, regardless of the big changes that I'm making towards my life. Like, no one wakes up one day and is like, hey, I'm going to be a single mom. Right. Like, that's mm-hmm. the life I'm choosing. I'm going to be a single mom and raise my kids on my own. But at the same time, like, that's I can do better about myself. Right. Like, I can do bad all by myself. It is what it is. I've done it before. I'll do it again. Like, and also, it's not a death sentence. Like, I feel like a lot of women stay because it's easy. And I'm choosing not to go that route for my happiness and then also and my sanity. Yeah. And for the kids' happiness. Absolutely. Y'all gonna be over here bickering every five seconds. What's the point of us even being together? So, I know, like, for... I know a lot of people who are literally like living under the same roof, but they're not together just because hello, rent is expensive right now. Yeah. Right? It's out, it's out the ass. Um, you know, we're going through a whole pandemic and people are out of jobs, whatever. But like also it's just, it's just easier because childcare. Right. I just mm-hmm. went through a whole thing where childcare is like $1,800 for two babies. $1,800. That's Girl, that's double that's my twice ba- your mortgage. That's t- <laughs> No, that's more. That's oh it's more than gosh. twice my mortgage. So it's like, what is the even point? So again, it goes back to like, you know, I understand there's a lot of like couples who just, you know, live under the same roof and they co parent and they're able to, you know, live their separate lives. It is what mm-hmm. it is. I'm saddened that it couldn't happen that way. Right. I'm saddened that we couldn't be adults and just, you know, been able to get along, be able to communicate, be able to, you know, have a decent conversation and be like, look, this, that, and the third. Be cordial to one, one be cordial to one, one, another. one yeah. another, which goes back to the whole toxic thing. I knew it was toxic when he didn't respect me. Mm-hmm. And then I got to a point where I went off on him right. and I, I was disrespectful. Right. Like I was disgusting with mm-hmm. it. And it was because you pushed me to that point where it's like, there's no, like, you you, you push my buttons, you push my buttons, you push my buttons. Um, poking the bear. You, The bear came uh-huh. out. The bear came out and eviscerated you because I didn't give a shit at that point. Right. Like, it was like, you really want to go here? We're here. Bye. We're here. <laughs> yep. And it goes back to the whole, like, um, we always say this, but like, I tell my mom what you did so that we can't go back. We can go. <laughs> we can't go back. I told mom and dad. I learned that the hard way. And then once my dad finds out, sorry, like mm. it's done. It's really done. Like I can't, I can't go back. Once, once I make a post on Facebook and my dad comment on it, it's done. It's done. <laughs> it's done. 
And it's like, when you push me to that point, like, it is what it is. And I know, like, a lot of people probably are like, whoa, like, what what ended up happening? And it's just like, it just basically, two people under the same roof who don't like each other. Because at the end of the day, we don't like each other. And it just got ugly. (laughs) And I just, I went off. Sis went off. Sis threw phones, sis hit phones, sis was just mad. Mm-hmm. Sis was mad. Sis stole car keys over here. <laughs> you going where tonight? Yeah. I... Nowhere. No keys. <laughs> but that's how you know something's toxic yeah. and you just have to quit. Like, it right. is what it is. Um, well. This is all part of our healing journey. Yes. So We like, just want to let other women know that you are not alone. One, you're not alone. And two... You're allowed to go through whatever the hell you need to go through, and you're allowed to leave whatever the heck you want to leave. If you want to leave, if you want to stay, whatever. Please leave before it gets ugly. Yeah. Oh my God, no. My. (laughs) It's so crazy because I have so much respect for my mother, his my mother-in-law, his Mm -hmm. mom. I love that lady to pieces, and she loves me just as much. And it got so crazy that when I did that to him, instead of saying sorry to him, I texted her and I was like, I am so so sorry sorry for doing that to your son. (laughs) Because I wouldn't want anybody spazzing out my son like that. Her response was, girl, love will make us do some crazy things. And I've been there before. And I was like, this is how I know you a real one. (laughs) See? (sighs) And even then, even when I spoke to him about it, he was like, I had a heart to heart with my mom. And my mom also told me about myself. So that's why I fuck with her so heavy because she never takes her son's side just because it's her son. She sides with whoever's right. Mm. And at that time, she advised me, she advised him, and still she kept it neutral. But at the same time, she she even said it like, bro, I've been in your shoes before. Mm. You love that man and you're acting out of, like, uh, as crazy as it sounds, you're acting, acting out, out of love. love. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you didn't love him, you wouldn't care about shit like this. You wouldn't be yeah. throwing TVs or stealing car keys. <laughs> and it's just like, Bars. It's, right. Ooh, <laughs> man, I'm going to the studio. <laughs> no pun intended. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> No, but all in all, I just feel like it's so easy to, like, point the finger, right? But with those three fingers pointing back at us, like, we really do have to, like, do a self-evaluation. And that's what I've done this time. Um, And this week and a half, whatever, um, sitting on my floor, sitting on the carpet, washing dishes, just staring off into space. I literally have just been thinking and going over things can I do can can I change anything? Can I do anything better? And all in and all in all, the past is the past. It is what it is. I cannot change it. I could just have to move forward and just focus on being the better being a better person for myself, but also for my kids. Right. And then also trying to, like literally trying to mend those relationships. And that's even with Atina's father, because we don't have a good situation. Like mm-hmm. so it's like I have two men that I have to deal with for the rest of my life and they're not on good terms right now how does that look both of my kids fathers it's it's mm-hmm. it's kind of just uh it's pulling a, teeth it's pulling teeth it's it's biting my nails it's anxiety when I pick up my phone and I have to text either one of them that's that's no that's no life for me right. to live that even goes as far as like what if there's an emergency I can't call and literally them. yeah and I don't that's the sad part when shit goes down you call me <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I call you or I call my mom. Yeah. Girl, this is what happened to a teen asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, it's never, I never, never hit yeah, him yeah. up on 
for example, today was tie-dye day. I took pictures. Do you think I send the pictures to him? No. We don't have that. We don't have right. that open, yeah. you know, situation. It's, I mean, it's the opposite for me. Like, where you guys are hitting Jada, each other up. Yeah. Jada freaking catches a fish on his day, and he's sending me pictures. Like, look at what Jada did today. And I'm just like. Exactly. And it's so crazy because those are things that I even take for granted. Those are things I don't think about. I kind of take them for granted because, to me, it's normal. But then I hear you, and I'm just like, fuck, not everybody has it as good as I do. It's, it's, it's been, crazy. it's been one hell of an experience. Right. And it's to the point where like, it's so funny you said that because he'll be like, Hey, can I, can I get pictures of the kids? And I get, I get frustrated because I'm like, you have me blocked on social media. I post these kids every day. If you First follow of all, me you on think Instagram, I got, you think I got time to take pictures? I don't know. If you see They're me both on- shitting on themselves. <laughs> exactly. They're fighting each other. And I do my job. I do my, I do the very, very best by FaceTiming him every single day. So the kids have that, that time or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's kind of like you're you're it's not an inconvenience but it's kind of an inconvenience the fact that you're asking me for that when you can literally just hit the unblock button and you can see your kids on the story like the rest of my eight thousand followers do like how does my eight thousand followers see your kids every single day but you you don't you can't because you are your your pride your ego you have to have me blocked on all social media Mm -hmm. so like little stuff like that i just feel like i really 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 want to get to a place where Everything's copacetic. Everything is good. But in order for me to do that, I know that I have to work on myself. Like, Oof. I can say a lot about them. I can say they do this, that, the yep. third. But at the end of the day, I just need to focus on what I can control. And what I can control mm-hmm. is Cassandra. All right. And that's it. And with that, we are starting our own little book club. And yes. we're, we're reading this book called A Radical Awakening. Oh, my God. The title itself gives me chills. Yes. So Katie just read to me like the excerpts of it and it's basically like a whip your ass into shape. Right. But like look a deeper thought, you know. She intentionally triggers you so that that you can can reflect on yourself and the things that you've been through because a lot of times, and this is even a defense mechanism Mm -hmm. after going on like to therapy and it's so crazy. Guys, TikTok, therapy on TikTok is very informational. Absolutely. Um, there's a defense mechanism where we kind of avoid pain so we don't have to deal with the reality of it. But we need to sit with it. Right. We need to sit with it in order to heal. Yeah. It. And it's so crazy. I think I was telling you or I was telling somebody else when people were like, there's two people I talk to every single day, Cassie being one of them. And I have another friend that's always checking up on me. And I literally admit it to both of them. I need to feel what I'm feeling. I Absolutely. need to stop acting like I'm okay. If I'm having a bad day, I need to Say embrace it. Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I want to cry, I'm going to fucking cry. Which I've been saying, like, when you ask me, how are you doing? Not okay. Yeah. Like, exactly. I'm not okay. We're transparent mm-hmm. with each other. Because we're always so conditioned to be like, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's okay. It's okay. I'm yep. good. It's all, all great. Yeah. Kids, kids are great. Right. Ain't nobody asking about the kids. We're asking about mm-hmm. you. How are you doing? Oh, yeah, exactly. So a lot of times we just kind of... Brush it off. Brush it off. No, we need to feel no, it. No, we need to feel every single emotion until... That one day where you wake up and you're like, oh, shit, I feel good today. Mm-hmm. Bro, even my students today, they're like, Ms. Reyes, you look so happy today. And I'm like, I actually do feel, feel very today. happy today. Mm-hmm. And I put it in my journal. I'm one step closer to healing. I feel happy today. Absolutely. Did it last all day? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a moment. A little, a little 12 o'clock, I got triggered. But <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is all part of the healing process. And so this-, this book is definitely... 
And this also goes back to, I just have chills because I'm literally looking at Tina's photo. <laughs> this goes back to um, Mama Uncensored and just being a mom in general. And I, I love my parents. I love my parents. Mm-hmm. But they had a, they did a very good, um, they did a very good job at hiding the hurt, hiding the, hiding the, hiding the hurt, mm-hmm. hiding the pain. Me never seeing any of that. Yep. I never seen their struggles. Mm-hmm. I never saw their downs. I never saw any of that. So in my head, you too. I saw happily ever after. Right. And you uh, had to be. My mom is superwoman, so I have to be superwoman. Absolutely. Yep. My mom was always on point, so I'm gonna be on point. Mm-hmm. You know. And then when I'm not on point, I feel like I'm the failure. I feel like right. I'm the disappointment. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I'm not doing. I'm not doing. I'm not doing. But in reality, they did have their struggles. They right. just did it behind closed doors. Yeah. Same when, with my parents. I've never seen my parents actually have an argument. Other one of them like, is laughing like, they're calling each other babe and i'm just like so are you guys really mad at each other or not <laughs> yeah like it's just a cute little bit yeah, cute, here and exactly. there fighting like, over who's gonna eat what yes what, not, not real yeah. like stuff and right. then i go it goes back to i want to raise a tina to know that it's okay not to yes. be okay mm-hmm. i used to hide i used to hide from her when mm-hmm. i would cry or i would go through things right. and now i'm just like Mommy's not having a good day. Right. Like, mommy's yeah. not having a good day, and I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry that I'm not, I don't want to cry. Fuck that. I like, mommy's I'm not. I'm trying okay. not to look at you. <laughs> like, mommy's not okay right now. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'll, she'll come home, and I'm mm-hmm. like, Athena, I just need your help. I just need your help. Like, please. Right. Like, just sit with your sister. <laughs> because there's moments where I'm like, I am not, I'm not okay. Right. Like, but I'm expected to just go and just go on and go, yeah. go, go. And in reality, like in my head, there's so much shit going on. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, there's no button. Like, boop, all right, all right. <laughs> back to reality. Right. We're good to go no, again. No. Like, no. So, mm-hmm. I just ugh. that's even like when everything went down for me, and I was having my really dark moments. I would drop off Jade at my mom's house. I would drop her off at my sister's house because I just was not strong enough to be a mom. And then one day. I forgot what oh I kept taking her late to school because mm. I physically could not get up I in the morning. Mm-hmm. I would literally say, Okay, Katie, now go. Like I would talk to myself or I would get say, up, get up, God, get please up. get me up. Please, please, please. I like literally begging and I could not. And one day Jada told me, like, Mommy, can we please not be late anymore? My teacher keeps saying like little remarks. Ugh. And the first person I got mad at was the teacher. Of course, obviously. Because I'm a teacher myself, and but I'm learn. also a parent. Yeah. And I don't. And a kid could be late every single day, and I would never make a comment because I don't know what goes on at home. Absolutely. That is not my business. I'm here to be your teacher, and, and if something it. is happening at home, I'm also here to be your protector. Mm-hmm. Not for me to admit. She was telling me that the teacher was like, oh, finally, Jada Lee's on time. You don't, don't fucking know, know what's, what's going, going on. on. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it was something... I, I'm not choosing to be late. Yeah. I'm not choosing to not want to get up in the morning. I'm not... That That's not a fucking choice. I just couldn't. I, and it's like, The will is just... Yeah. Blah. And people who haven't gone through this they are like, bitch, really? Like, you couldn't get up in the morning? And no, e- even sometimes true. when I when I talk to my mom, she's just like, you're going to be fine. Like, everything's going to be fine. I'm just like, but when? Yeah. Because I'm not fine right, right now. Right. And I know my mom has gone through stuff like this with my biological father, her that marriage was not easy and obviously now she looks back and she's like i made it i can't see the light yet because i'm not where she's at Mm -hmm. so i also like i just can't so when jada told me that comment 
I haven't been late since because oh now it's God. affecting my kid. Yeah. Now she's the one paying for things that I'm going through. And I'm just like, bro, at eight years old, I don't need my daughter to be embarrassed in front of her classmates. I don't need her teacher to be making these comments like whatever. So yeah, that, no, that was sure. my aha moment too, where I had to be like, all right, like, bitch, all right, get it, get together. it together. Mine was you're a, a mother before you're a woman. Yes. Get it together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, my uh, mama was getting the letter from school talking about something. Oh my god! You, yeah, your child has been out seven days. Okay, all right. Bro, I get if Osceola County and Orange County don't no. have the same schedule. She's staying home. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then to be honest, like those mental health days that a Tina takes, they're mine too. Okay, uh, yeah. It takes everything in me to get up, get her in the car, yes. get the kids in the car, drive down the dang street, drop her off, come all the way back, get the kids mm-hmm. out. Of the- like it's a lot. Okay, right. and if a Tina's like, I'm not feeling well. Yeah. All right, baby. And girl, Jada don't lay bother down. me. You want to stay home? Me too. Let's stay home. <laughs> I take one day off every month. I call them my mental health days. Everybody, I preached about this last time. Jada staying home with me. I do not mind being home with my child. That part. I need a mental health from work. I'd rather than <laughs> not from my kid. Yeah, because now I gotta get anything. up. Then I gotta be doing whatever I gotta do, and then I gotta get ready to pick her up at three again. Exactly. So no, you stay home. We're staying in bed all day. Get your iPad. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> and what's crazy is. Obviously, when we got our charts read and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, I got Jada's chart read, and they told me that Jada chose me to be her mom. Mm-hmm. We all know this, but also because I needed her more, more than, than she will need. ever need me, and mm-hmm. it wasn't until this that it really sunk in. Because I'm like, of course, yeah, I love being a mom. She's cool. Jada's funny as fuck. Like mm-hmm. little things like that, cool. But it wasn't until I. Be, I'm gonna admit it. I, I became depressed, and if if it wasn't because of Jada, I don't know how I would have even made it to the next day. Yeah, because I literally sat there and thought, who would take care of my kid? What if I do something to myself while Jada's here? Who who is she gonna call? Mm-hmm. What if I do something while she's not here? She's never gonna be able to mm-hmm. say goodbye. Like it's little things like that, and it's so crazy. I've never obviously sat there and said, Jada, I'm depressed. But somehow, some way, the nights that I was the sad... Oh, I'm about to cry. (laughs) No, no, it's true. Our babies are like... They know. They know. They're intuitive. They know. (laughs) She will cuddle me. She will be like, Mommy, I love you so much. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) So, if you guys know Zoe, she's my wild child. (laughs) She's not the cuddly person until she has to go to sleep at night. Literally. There's one moment where I was literally on the, the carpet... And I'm just like crying. Mm-hmm. I'm just crying. I'm like I couldn't hold it back, and she just comes to me and she just like lays, yeah, lays at my feet yeah. and just like stares. It's at like me. they know. Hand on my cheek, and I'm just like, oh my god, yep. like, and I'm like, all right, I need to get it together for her, for Legend. Like, I need to get it together for them because I, I am, yep. I am who they have. That's it. Yeah, you're their voice. I, yeah, literally, and so. I'm a, I, we're crying by the way I know <laughs> both of us <laughs> but I don't know for to, to basically wrap this all up I just wanted to like one get it all out because mm-hmm. I feel like it was a big elephant each episode I was never addressing the situation right we're trying to be uncensored and transparent yeah so but also we need going to practice what we preach exactly <laughs> and just like going through going through things and then also to another like 
I just wanted to be real and authentic because I, I know someone else is probably going through the same crap. Mm-hmm. I know someone else is going through it. And I know that you guys probably even hear it. Like, my voice was even different in the last couple of episodes. Right. Like, like I was just off. Like, I was not my normal self. And I heard it when I was listening back. I'm like, oh, my God, I sound completely yeah. off. I don't sound myself. So... I'm putting it out there. It is what it is. I'm um, going through life. I'm going, yeah, I'm going. I'm really Luckily, going we're life. going through it together. Yes, definitely. Wait, can, oh, you might cry again. <laughs> that video that you just posted on Instagram, did you see my comment? Yeah, I did. <sighs> I swear. Like, I, uh, this, this, this. I don't know if it's God, but literally me and Cassie go through the same thing <laughs> at the same time. But I feel like this time, now that I'm older, Okay, so let me let me backtrack. There's been times where me and Cassie go through the same thing at the same time, but she's also been like when I was doing Herbalife, she was my first customer. I I can sell shit ice cream, and Cassie will buy ten gallons of shit ice cream and act like she likes it. (laughs) Yes, bitch. Because that she's just been that person to me, and I've never felt like I was that person for her until now. And it was because (laughs) no, and it was because. I went through this situation and literally the only person that I can call at three o'clock in the morning or three o'clock in the afternoon and they would pick up without hesitation. Oh man, Cassie. That was really sweet. It was really nice. What's Cassie? You know my words of affirmation. That's my love language. (laughs) No, but seriously, and and even if it was things that I didn't want to hear, she would tell me. Yeah. No, because I feel like sometimes you have to like you you teeter totter with do I tell do I tell my best friend the truth and hurt her or do I stay silent and let her get hurt? Right. So But I'm, you also knew when to do that. Absolutely. I was like, okay, this is the time to just sit mm-hmm. and listen. Exactly. This is the time where I can tell tell you my truth and tell you mm-hmm. my opinion, you know? And so even the, I would text her, like, Cassie, I'm going to tell you something, but I'm just venting. I, yeah. don't, I don't need your advice right now. And yeah. she's like, okay, all right. Do you want to come over? Do you need wine? Do you want me to go to your house? Like, <laughs> And then it's so crazy because I kind of felt selfish because I'm like, okay, I'm going through this. And she was going through her own shit. And it's just like, all right, now it's my turn. So lately I've been like, okay, I'm coming to you. Do you need anything? I'm taking the kids Friday night. You will be sleeping by yourself. Like, you need to rest. You, like, even last night we had a big slumber party with all Literally. the kids. Mm-hmm. Like, it was me and her and all the kids. We mm-hmm. slept together. Like, we woke up this morning. We're, like, laughing. Like, yes. everything was, was a good perfect. vibe. Yeah. And, and then Athena no. was like... When are yeah. we going to do this again? Yeah, I'm when are like, we having another sleepover? No, but then I got to work. First of all, I was on time. <laughs> and my students walk in and they're like, Ms. Reyes, you look so happy today. And I'm like, I slept over my best friend's house. Like, <laughs> and they're like, Mitch, you're 30. Yeah, and? <laughs> but it's like still like, it, it, today it really hit me. Like, I really can call Cassie my best friend. And it mean like unconditionally. With, with Like, we've never even been mad at each other now that I think about it. No. never we've never had a fallout any, any like Mm-mm. and there's been times where i've been a very bad friend because i get into a relationship and, and I'm she in, forgets about me yeah and but still that's her. i know that's her and that's, still that's i will is. hit up cassie <laughs> a two weeks later and she's like okay bitch, so what happened the last two weeks like you're back Fill what happened <laughs> <laughs> and she's oh and, oh my god but i don't feel like i have reciprocated the same thing and now 
she might even today i'm like i texted you two times <laughs> why aren't you answering me? <laughs> and that goes back to like when you're such an ill state you're just right. like i don't want to talk to anybody yeah i saw your message i'll talk to you later. i'm like i saw your message it was lame whatever um but going back to that like um you know you're going through it when like when you're when you're like you're trying to heal, but, like, still willing to help another person heal. Right. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's what I was doing for you. Like, regardless, like, shit. I mean. It, right. And that's what I'm. It's so crazy because now doing, I'm doing, doing it for doing you. For so now we're doing mm-hmm. it for each other. And I feel like it's helping. At least for me, it's helped me tremendously to even yes. be in your space because now I'm not thinking about shit. I'm helping you with the kids. So now I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> busy. busy. <laughs> Because Jada's not busy anymore, but if I'm here, yes. I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll help with the baby and stuff like that. and Or even you would be like, I'm coming over. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, I don't know. It's just cool. I, it sucks that we're going through this, but I wouldn't want to do it with anybody else. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely. And it's like apples to oranges. Like, both of our situations are completely right. different. Completely different. But, like, we're still going to be trying to go through this together. And... That starts with the book, A a Radical Awakening. So we are going to be reading it. I'll post it on the gram so you guys can also see it. Um, And yeah, it's by Dr. Shifali. 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 Shifala. Something. I'll take a picture and send it to you guys. But um, we definitely went over. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. Remember to keep those that um show up for you around wait Absolutely. show up for those that show up for you surround yourself with people who fill your cup just as much as you're filling theirs mm-hmm. and as cliche as it sounds this too shall pass period period <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and with that you are you and that is your superpower don't let anyone dull your sparkle i will talk to you guys in the next one bye bye